0: Your exclusive home of the D-Backs. Diamondbacks.
1: 98.7 FM. Arizona's Sports Station. D-Backs manager Tori Lovello joins Burns and Gambo to talk D-Backs baseball.
0: Every Tuesday at 2.30 we get the pleasure of talking D-Backs baseball with the manager Tori Lovello. He joins us here on the 72 sold sports line. Diamondbacks coming off a very satisfying victory last night against San Francisco 7-0. They've won three of their four games since the break. And joining us right now, the manager Troy Lovello. Good afternoon,
1: Tori. How are you doing today? Good, fellas. How are you guys? Ah, Let's start with this. I have never seen, and I missed you, Skip. I missed you. I was away for a few weeks on vacation. So good to be back and talk with you, my friend. Likewise. I missed you guys.
2: I know we uh, we didn't get a chance last week. So anytime I miss that time, obviously, uh, I love where it picks
0: up. So no, I, all-star all star break. You needed the week off, Tori. Yeah. We'll, we'll give you the week <laughs> off. It's good. It is the All star <laughs> break. Yeah. All
1: right. I, w- watching the game last night, and all of a sudden, Merrill Kelly's got his hat off and he's looking at his hat. And they're like, bringing, oh, What is going on here? Like, I just, that's the first time I've ever I've seen anything like that. The transmitter or the receiver broke and he had to go get somebody else's hat. I mean, first Time you, I'm sure that's the first time you've encountered something like that.
2: Well, listen, that's where this game is right now. Um, and I think Major League Baseball does a good job of really staying ahead of some things that, that have been worrisome inside of baseball. Sign-sealing electronically was definitely a part of this game. We all know what happened to a couple of teams. And, uh, and, and look, this is a way to, to counterpunch and get around it. So there is, there's there's communication between the pitcher and catcher uh, and infielders. They're, they have the transmitter and the receiver in their hat. The catcher has the, the transmitter and is making the calls there. It's, it's a different version of baseball baseball but it helps the game move very quickly you don't have to shake off you, you got you know immediate responses everybody knows what's going on and look if, if nfl football can get 11 guys to run a play in 35 seconds we certainly got to be able to find a way to make things happen a little bit quicker and i think they've done a good job with that. so you
1: you like the change i was going to ask you that you think that this has been favorable for baseball yep. Well, you know, I, I'm very traditional a lot of ways. Um,
2: this is good for baseball because I think it levels the playing field and doesn't give teams that are, that are on the search to try and cheat and get, a, a dip, you know, get that cheat code and get into a different rhythm of the game and do things a little bit differently than we do here in Arizona. It takes that away. Um, and I'm all for that. I love a level playing field, let the best teams go out there and, and compete, and the best team will normally
0: win. Meryl Kelly was dominant last night. He was fantastic. Reading your comments after the game, uh, tell me why there was very little debate in your mind about whether or not he should go out there for that ninth inning, Torrey.
2: Yeah, fair ask. You know, he was at ninety eight pitches. Um, I've tried to get him over that 110, one hundred five one ten uh, pitch uh, range. And the times that I've done it, the next start or two have not been great. Um, we could build an extra rest. We can shorten the next outing, but I don't want to put ourselves in the, put me and the team in a position to where if he's dealing in the in the next outing and he's at seventy five eighty pitches and we got to shorten him because we're looking at a two game total pitch count. Um, I just didn't think that would be the fair option. So I've got advanced data on on you know what happened over the over those times where we have extended him, and I felt like eight innings was perfect. Uh, he did his job. It was time to take him off the mound. Now, if it's his last start or last start before the All Star break, last start before the season's over with, I would certainly, as a baseball fan, I get into that just like everybody else does. Let him go out there and throw a complete game shutout. Those are things that go on the resume that stay there forever. But I just had to make a tough decision, and to me, it's this point, based on the information that I know and the data,
1: it was a no-brainer. It's not life or death, but he's never had a complete game. I mean, was there any thought to maybe just let him go out there, see, see what happens with the first batter, if he gets him out in two or three pitches, then let him continue, or did you just make up your mind as he was pitching in that eighth inning?
2: Yeah, when we were in the eighth inning, we were having those conversations. Actually, in the seventh inning, we started having conversations about how far do we want to let him go. Um, and I rely a lot on Brent Strom. He's been an expert in this area for a long time, and he's seen this type, this situation countless um, times. So, you know, we talked about it in the seventh, and we, we had a hard number. We said if it's 95 pitches going into the ninth, that we would allow him to go out and get that extra inning and try and throw a CG. And as soon as he got beyond 95, we made up our minds. And, look, it's the most Like there's times I get caught up in the emotion of it, and you know, you guys know very well when I get emotional, I make bad decisions. So. We just had to stay the course. That's we stayed there right with what we said, and we went with it. And even though it wasn't a popular decision, I feel like it was the right one. Yes, we do know that, Tori. We're very yeah. familiar with that. Tori Lovello, manager of the
0: time, of Diamondbacks, our guest here on the Burns and Gambo Show. From an individual standpoint, Skip, I don't know if there's a more important development these last few weeks than to see Carson Kelly swinging the bat the way he is. It's so, it's mm. so big to get him back on track. So much so that once again tonight, you've got him in the leadoff spot. Tell me about the thought yeah. process behind that because it does seem unorthodox to say the least. Yeah, I've done some outside of the box things with line of construction, and I have a lot of
2: information that gets put on my desk before a series starts. And um, you know, this this one I targeted, and I've 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 led Carson off before, and he's been very good. He's very capable against left-handed pitching, and he's really raking both both left and righties right now. So he's very hot. He's in a good spot. He's working hard for these outcomes. Um, you know, he's battled injuries for probably the last three or four months of last season, and then the first couple of months of this season. It's nice when you're healthy. And you go out there and you can ask your body to do something and it responds the right way. He's just functioning at a very high level with his movements. And really that's all baseball is it's movements to the baseball, around the baseball, through the baseball. He's doing a really nice job, but it's a lot of hard work. And he's got to keep that up because when he works hard behind the scenes, he gets in into these, into these situations where he's very hot, he can carry a ball club. And he's been doing that over the past couple of weeks.
1: A couple things I liked about last night's game, and I want to bring up you guys get Junas out of the game. He had given up only two hits through four innings at fifty five pitches. Anyway, you get him out. I, I love when Garcia comes in and he's been good Thomas, first the lefty, RBI single. A little bit later on you get Rojas, RBI single, lefty versus lefty I love when you give these younger players the opportunity to hit left-handed pitching. You had two players come up with big hits against lefties that are left-handed batters last night.
2: Yeah, you know, as far as development, when they go up there and, and get those opportunities and take advantage of them, uh, you no telling how much confidence that gives them and, and sets them up for the next the next moment or two or five or a hundred in their career. And that's what I'm built on. I want to give these guys the right opportunity, the right situation to grow and learn and have good moments. But you know, I, I do take at bats away from guys depending on the matchups, depending on who I have on the bench. But you know, those were some really good approaches. I totally agree with you. We we basically for the the two times that um, Gabe tried to match up, we took that matchup right away from him by having really good approaches left on left, because he did it the next inning with his other lefty that was in the bullpen. So it was that. It was a combination of base running and just aggressive uh, D-back style of baseball that I really enjoy watching. We go out there and do it right. We're a pretty good team.
0: Troy Lavello, the manager of the Diamondbacks, our guest here on the Burns and Gambo Show, a report that just came across our computers about 15 minutes ago from Zach Buchanan of The Athletic. It sounds like something happened to Drew Jones, your first-round draft draft pick from a few days ago in the draft when he was taking batting practice what can you tell us about his status i know he's only 18 and he's years away from being in the bigs but in terms of his yeah. status what can you tell us about that right now Tori?
2: yeah i can confirm that yesterday um he was taking some swings and he had a little discomfort in his, in his left shoulder so uh, we took him off the field we're getting him evaluated by our medical team and i just don't have enough details to pass along to you at this point yes i have definitely heard that something happened there at salt river but i don't have anything beyond that
1: All right. When we speak to you next week uh, on Tuesday, that is the trade deadline. So. I do want to ask you one final question before we let you go. With you've got a lot of players that could be playing their last few games with the Diamondbacks. You get a lot of call, the teams get a lot of calls on Christian Walker and Joe Mantiply. David Peralta's mm-hmm. future with the team seems to be in doubt because you got a lot of outfielders: Ian Kennedy, Zach Davies. What do you say to your players right now? And I'll ask you: Are you expecting, based on where you are in the standings, are you expecting that this team will trade quite a you know a few of the players that you have on this roster?
2: Yeah, the reality of it is it's a tough time of the year. And, uh, you know, depending on how you play, and look, we put ourselves in a position, we're seven and a half games back in the final wild card spot. We're not in a great spot. You know, I wish wish it was different and we would be buyers. And who knows what will happen in a week's time. I'm the optimist. I have to be. You guys know that. Um, but the reality also sets in that some players will walk in here next week and they won't be Diamondbacks any longer, and that's painful. That hurts. Uh, but I'm also, you know, shifting gears and thinking that the opportunity is going to arise that when you get traded and you go to somebody at this time of the year, you're usually going to somebody that's pressing on and it's going to contend, and and that's always a silver lining. But what I do tell the guys is I, I pop them in my office one by one. I don't I don't get out in front of them because you can't deliver the same message to the entire group every single time. To me, messages that needed to be delivered sometimes are individual or in a very, very small group, depending on a very targeted topic. Uh, in this case, I have had one-on-one conversations. I just keep tell these kids, just keep plowing. Just keep doing what you've done up to this point. Every day, for, for, you know, for the rest of the time that you're here, whether you're here or not, it doesn't matter. You're just a good baseball player. You're a gifted athlete that's helping your baseball team win baseball games, and whatever happens, happens. Everything happens for a reason, and wherever you end up, that's how it's supposed to lay. And uh, blocking things out is a hard thing in this game. It's a very mental game, but our players have done a good job with that.
0: Sorry, we appreciate the time. Good luck tonight against San Francisco, okay? Okay, boys. Talk to you soon. Thanks, Skip.